Hey guys, so we are recording another episode of Career Bites, and today I have uh, Puru Gupta with me. Puru was my senior at FMS, and he comes from a great uh, experience in FMCG, and he is developing his own FMCG company. So welcome, Puru. Welcome to our podcast. Thanks, thanks, Karan. Nice to connect again. Yeah. So Puru, uh, let's begin with understanding your background. Where do you come from? Uh, why did you choose the career options you choose, and what are you up to now? Okay, so uh, I graduated from FMS in two thousand seven, uh, Gaurav, as you know. Uh, yeah. Before that, I was uh, I was in IT. I mean, like I, most of Indians, uh, know, yeah. I was an engineer by graduation. Uh-huh. I come from a different background originally. I mean, my dad was in the army. Yeah. So traveled around the country, got exposed to different schools and different sets of people, and eventually yeah. uh, ended up graduating from AIT Pune in 2002. Yeah. Okay. Worked in IIT Pune and Indore for three years. Okay. Then uh, I, I started enjoying watching people buy, watching people shopping. Yeah. Why do they buy? And that sort of prompted me to understand with through friends that this is what is called consumer behavior. This is what is marketing. For this, uh-huh. we have to do MBA. Uh-huh. and that's how sort of fms came into picture so that's that's where fms was okay uh, both that uh, sort of built a fascination for again in line with consumer behaviors uh, you know rightly so china came in and not the best time to talk about the country but uh, china was a big inspiration that time where yeah. you know understanding the retail environment of china how consumers you know uh, billion plus people sort of buy there yeah. and that sort of moved to understand china and the health part there that's that was where uh, you know i sort of traveled post my internship uh, so there were two broad areas i loved one was rural marketing and so got an internship with itc and then mm-hmm. was china so traveled the country for a month you know, okay. because you get 30 days uh, during the three month break we get right between first yeah, and second yeah so post that uh, sort of almost got uh, enamored by uh, and i was in the placement uh, team as well so got enamored by moving to china with bag and baggage setting up stuff there that was the first instance of sort of not looking at corporates okay but then thankfully you know a lot of my friends juniors they said bhaiya ek naukri to pakad lo because campus se naukri nahi hai matlab jitna bhi style maro end of the day it look like you no know, you couldn't manage a job so yeah yeah uh, so then i was fortunate to get png and i think that was one of the best things that happened to me four mm-hmm. years with procter and gamble uh worked across sales and marketing uh i mean howsoever you might want to define the functions but yes i mean uh there were there were a lot of things that uh, helped and you know sort of shaped me up in those mm-hmm. four formative years mm-hmm. uh, and in the meantime uh, you know uh, i had a personal challenge i lost my dad uh, to cancer which was detected quite late and that sort of pushed everything saying okay i think there is a need for people to talk about health to know about health before it gets too late and that's mm-hmm. how true element or rather healthy world came into picture so quit png job in 2011 uh-huh. uh i was not sure what to start because uh-huh. i just wanted to do something you know i, I think uh, on on hindsight i think that was little immature uh-huh. but uh, yeah so then did some consulting assignments and did some uh, help on few areas and eventually zeroed in on uh, distribution and healthy world okay. which is basically uh you know and then sort of then multiple iterations and then two elements was born in 2016 so that's that's the overall you know um i would say site map of my website <laughs> uh, <laughs> on how it 
yeah 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 i think a great journey and i didn't know a lot of things right so i didn't know that you had a personal tra- tragedy which pushed you towards uh, this segment and i think uh, yeah definitely uh, uh, periods of adversity do keep uh, let us think about uh, life beyond paychecks and life beyond corporate jobs and i think health is a very great area right so uh, uh, any any particular professor who who enamored you during fms days was it uh, w- w- were you an influenced by somebody in marketing or in any other area see i was again since i was in placement so you generally you know not a favorite students of most of the uh, faculty right members <laughs> yeah. because then becomes the challenge so but i think uh, the dean that time professor mitra i think all all hats off i have learned so much from him because we've had major challenges there were two campuses there yeah. were multiple challenges yeah, pretty yeah, much yeah. i think it was hard for me for two years i was the place come sakhi the next year yeah, you know, yeah. and and as you may know it uh, but that level of interaction with uh, you know dr vich and professor mitra was amazing i believe and obviously yeah, yeah. prankat and academically speaking i think i learned a lot from professor uh, venkat raman yeah. on the whole no hr and cultural diversity that was amazing yeah but otherwise yeah i mean i look back i go back and like i wish i could have attended more classes because <laughs> uh, there is so much to you know i go back to the same books and like yeah padhaya to tha but i couldn't attend the class so yeah i think overall i really enjoyed because you know it was practical advice practical things and things we could sit down and talk and chat and that something really shaped me up and so that, yeah. that's something that i had so yeah i i i agree with whatever you said and i think even today we are learning from professor professor jk mitra i think the kind of posts he do on linkedin and the various social posts he share do let us thinking that uh, there is much beyond what we actually think about life right so i think he's a great inspiration yeah so let's move to uh, your journey in png right so i think most of these fmcg starts with a a rural stint or one year of mt program right so can you take us back to what was your empty days did you enjoy them what kind of challenges did you face during those days so uh, ironically png doesn't do that I, mean, i don't know if it's changed now but i think the uh, no i'm sure you would have seen those forwards where uh, they show how to you know how the chinese kids are trained in swimming yeah. they just throw them in water right i yeah. think that's that's the analogy png gives they just throw you in the water give you amazing businesses to handle okay and uh, that's how you learn so we were sent into a place which was a tough geography i was posted in banaras varanasi uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. it no or something else right uh, no was it still banaras varanasi okay it's varanasi, so i was yeah. there varanasi so then uh, and then i moved to gorakhpur because north part of east up was what i was handling and okay. i had an amazing colleague paras uh, from xlri he was there and then both of us sort of handled this geography and it was the first year and again i was fortunate to get four roles in four years so mm-hmm. I, i mean my first year was completely part of that it was it was rural but at the same time it was i think uh, the whole purpose was to go and sell you no know, the mm-hmm. moment you go and sell mm-hmm. you realize that uh, that is exactly what you're supposed to learn in life you no know? and that i think if you ask me is is the number one thing anybody should learn in life yeah uh, and in fact before varanasi my sales training it's a, it's a four, four or a six week training on sales you know uh, you go as a seller as a sales officer so i was posted uh, in uh, chennai 
okay and that's where i learned you know so those those again i i have fond memories because uh, again in any case most of uh, south india especially tamil nadu they are slightly xenophobic right so mm-hmm. imagine a north indian guy trying to come and sell you from a multinational company mm-hmm. it's like uh, over the xenophobia so i remember there were you know these uh, counter tops of wigs that were thrown at me Mm-hmm. with a lot of tamil expletives so i remember <laughs> no because those those define using okay fine i i think why was i born on this planet <laughs> i should have been born of the million so it was it was very nice i mean uh, nice in the sense that it makes you realize that boss ego ko hotel ke kamre mein chhod ke aao uh, that if you have to learn so from there actually i learned tamil for good years you know took up courses again online courses mm-hmm. and eventually when i graduated my sales training i took the full call on in tamil you know the full sales call i tried to sell it in tamil and i think it sort of worked for me it helped me because the guy smiled at the end so i don't know whether it was amused or happy but yeah he gave an order eventually so <laughs> that that sort of defined uh, the the thing eventually then gorakhpur again is a very different ball game you know uh-huh. east up is a east up is something i mean that that experience has still made me i i can't you know uh, forego the slang the accent that i picked up there you know so okay. uh, the moment i will see a upi or an east upi you will see that you know that that different personality of mine like kaha kya kariyega bataiye so you know suddenly you realize <laughs> that you know that that experience was amazing and i learned that for a year i learned mm-hmm. to sell learn to understand challenge learn to uh there were some 700 people organization that i was responsible along with my colleague and that was like you know end of the day you are responsible for their careers you're responsible for their lives not that you're the only one but mm-hmm. it makes you realize that yes you have more responsibilities than just you know selling so it was it was an amazing experience because we looked at pnl we looked at you know, puru you are on mute and uh, that's where the whole learning came So okay. that was the first year. Mm-hmm. Then moved to Delhi. I mean, that was then the subsequent roles I had. Okay, okay, great. I think uh, what you mentioned is very pertinent. So experience in sales and learning how to sell is most important. And then realizing that people who are dependent on you, the employees, the team you are maintaining, you are responsible for their careers, is the second learning which I think is very important. And I'm sure that these would have shaped uh, your personality, and you would have taken the lessons to. Uh, your startup which was true elements right so let's let's get into what was true elements what were you doing there and how did you build true elements for almost around 4 years i suppose yeah yeah for sorry yeah true elements is again is you know subsequent iteration uh, there are words to use you know forward integration backward integration pivoting whatever you may call it but i think what we started with was with one single objective saying how do we make people conscious of their own of their health before it gets too late that was the objective that we still stay with you know okay. call it vision or whatever end of the day that that sort of still builds our vision internally saying okay are we still on the right path because uh, as you grow sometimes other priorities take precedence over what you really started the whole thing with right thankfully right. i think and my co-founder uh, who joined me a year after i quit Uh-huh. uh i think we sort of shared that uh, objective with us which is sort of uh, you know defines every single day that we work on okay uh, true elements as a brand stands and that incidentally is what true elements stands for as well so true elements as a brand actually stands for being honest and true uh-huh. being true to what you stand for being true to not just what you make but also to the people you are responsible for also uh-huh. to the planet you are operating on also to the words that you talk so those 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 elements together is what true element stands for Got and it. what we is essentially again no health foods bolo but we are basically a whole food 
nashta brand that is what we are no and when i say nashta it basically we cater to your 8 11 5 consumption occasion you can have something at 8 o'clock 11 o'clock or 5 o'clock whatever you may have it okay. idea is to capture that market and give you offerings around that so no right and and nielsen reports or um, kanta reports basically say breakfast and snacks that's right. how most categories are defined Okay. but in our understanding those lines are blurring because as you grow as you start eating stuff that you have in breakfast you might just want to munch at 11 o'clock or at 5 o'clock as well because okay. let's say granola ho gaya ya idli ho gaya there are no defined timelines for this right chawal right. dal usually hum nahi khate hain for uh-huh. for snacking but and that's the that's the objective that we are not catering to meals we are catering uh-huh. to your breakfast and snacks and okay. that's what true element got it got that's it, right. that's what we have as a portfolio Okay, okay, interesting. But I think I missed something. I missed the healthy world journey, right? So you started with the healthy world after you quit PNG. Yeah. So uh, let's delve deeper into what was healthy world and how it transitioned into true elements. So okay, healthy world in a very very nutshell, uh, you know, uh, summarized version is the manifestation of what we thought of, which is basically mm-hmm. building a healthy world. That's why we said okay, healthy world is what we want to build. and coming from an fmcg coming from distribution part of fmcg rather so the whole objective was and when sridhar and i started we said yaar apna ek brand hona chahiye like theek hai brand went yeah but end of the day how do you start business because mm-hmm. end of the day the moment you are out of uh, a job mm-hmm. you fret on the last working day right because that is one day where uh, you were used to a credit transaction and then from the very next month it's a debit transaction right so not the honor so and i'm sure you understand that so yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what sort of pushed us saying okay how do we rather than leverage our learnings and not reinvent the wheel so we started a distribution framework okay. saying okay let's aggregate the brands that are doing a good job around the country you know let's okay. build an alternate campaign let's reach out to the consumers let's reach out let's build a platform for them so healthy world was that you know so it was it started as a distribution objective where we picked up brands uh-huh. built a go to market them because you know my understanding go to market was decent so okay. we said okay we'll build that for you the png card obviously helping acha hai png se aaya to pata hi hoga usko uh-huh. and uh, then we sort of built uh, activations for brand so again the journey was first we built a supply chain basically a distribution game mm-hmm. then to tell people about the brands there had to be an awareness uh, orientation so we started doing kiosks in mm-hmm. in societies and corporates we mm-hmm. built the demand but then we realized that those brands where we are distributing also are not readily available in the gt market so mm-hmm. we built an e-commerce website to sell them and that's mm-hmm. how basically all these put together again you know as we went into corporates we started doing a lot of corporate activations we started getting doctors dietitians nutritionists everything okay but till then all of it was still under third party uh, third party brands and okay. that's where our biggest learning was for some what we are doing we are telling people about problems uh-huh. giving them solutions but uh-huh. the solutions are linked the brands third right. party brands and right. if we are not owning the entire uh, last mile right we are not owning the supply chain right. so what we did very very you know marketing language we were acquiring customers for those brands not for us yeah. we were just a simple platform so right. i might incur a certain cost of acquisition for the brand but eventually the same customer might go to a dmart and buy or might go to a spencers and buy right so you're not really owning the customer in a way and that sort of prompted us saying i think we need to get into our own brand to own the customer as well so uh, we don't enter the household we just tell the customer but another brand enters the household how can we sort of capitalize on that and leverage that brand? that's how the whole premise of healthy world third party brand so at some point in time we had some 6000 7000 sks on the platform a huge set of products 
बट एंड वी वर प्रिटी मच मूविंग लाइक अस्टवाइल हेल्थ कार्ड लाइक अस्टवाइल एमेजॉन फ्लिपकार्ट ऑल दिस वॉज कमिंग इन वी रियलाइज दिस इज नॉट अ थर्ड पार्टी दिस इज नॉट अ लॉन्ग टर्म गेम बिकॉज हेल्थी वर्ल्ड और अ वर्टिकल स्पेशलिस्ट the unit economics are not very easy you know short term orientation but they are not very easy you need mm-hmm. huge cash flows to sort of pump up or build a vertical export okay. like a first layer mm-hmm. so that's how true elements came in he said okay let's from third party we move to private label from mm-hmm. private label we move to uh, our own brand which is true elements and true elements again we started moving manufacturing in house we realized okay. that there are opportunity opportunities there so and that's how true elements came in own manufactured Uh, mostly own manufactured uh, completely owning the last mile making mm-hmm. sure the brand is, wherever we sell whichever platform we sell mm-hmm. uh, is is basically owned by us and that's how you sort of own the ip of the acquisition right so that's how true elements came okay but uh, you you sell it the the true element products you sell it on various platforms you sell it on amazon as well right so right now it's like any typical uh, food app we have we, we are largely digital we are digitally mm-hmm. native largely So okay. our own platform, we have some forty, forty-five marketplaces where we sell online, okay. and then we cater to the general trade market, which is roughly around five thousand stores. Modern okay. trade, we are not there. Uh, conscious call, we are not present aggressively there because of certain capital challenges, capital efficiency challenges. But otherwise, we are largely there. Everywhere. Okay, okay, okay. So when you started, did you did you bootstrap for some time, or did you raise capital right away? How does that work? No, no. We didn't even know there was something called as raising capital. Okay. <laughs> so uh, we only realized when we went to single digits in the bank. <laughs> Then like, okay, there is something called as angel investing. Okay, where are those angels? Let's go and find out. So uh-huh. uh, otherwise, it was our own money. Okay. You know, uh, everything whatever we had saved and then whatever we earned, that was how it was. Okay, okay, okay. So as I understand, uh, in uh, right now, in in present day and age, we are talking a lot about direct to customer brands or digital first brands, right? And True Element seems to be one of the pioneers of digital first brand when we are not even talking about digital first, right? So, so what is what are the angles or what are the elements of digital first brand which are different from, let's say, a PNG kind of brand story? Uh, see, there are pros and cons. Okay, uh, I, I mean. Uh, uh first of all direct to consumer when you say that i will own the entire journey of the customer mm-hmm. i think is i would not really subscribe to a complete ball game there because there are multiple factors see when uh, let's say if you were to look at a user journey you want to buy a product right. uh, and you know let me product and not a brand because utility is usually product oriented not a brand oriented right. unless you have lifestyle Uh, aspirations uh you look at a utility of a product and you see that okay fine there is a brand which sort of sells pumpkin seeds hypothetically yeah. now first of all i have to that's a risk i'm taking right i i want to buy true elements pumpkin seeds mm-hmm. at the same time i have to go and buy on trueelements.com so mm-hmm. there is a supply chain risk that i'm taking banda dega nahi paise le lega you know how does it work i have multiple risks that i'm entailing right where i right. i'm not the platform i'm not sure of the product efficacy i'm not sure of the brand the multiple yeah. risk levels how do you sort of reduce that is where the platforms come in so right. amazon flipkart but i know yaar amazon eh worst case they'll probably take it back so it's not a big risk so i can i can experiment with a new brand that's okay. why a digital uh, brand across marketplaces helps versus our you know your own website for the mm-hmm. first for the formative years of the brand that's sure. that's what is our understanding so far so far okay. because again you know and that sort of translates into financial inefficiencies like very high cost to serve 
very uh-huh. high customer acquisition cost because you sort of then end up you no know, looking at the unit economics as well so those are those are things i'll park for now but those are those are basically outcomes of this risk that customers are taking on the other hand when you go to the extreme end which is basically you know companies like what companies were like you know, a few years back like a png hul where they are they believe that the indian ecosystem largely works on retail on gte or general trade mm-hmm. and i think that that not unfounded because still pretty much majority of our purchases happens from the local kirana stores or the uh, the hyper markets that we visit then that doesn't take away any credit from them and that i think for the next many years will not change the way we you know we work uh there are companies there are countries that have given the direction like you know china or mm-hmm. south korea or vietnam who've moved a larger part of their building on modern trade uh, or or e-commerce but still i don't think e-commerce will sort of undermine the presence of the general trade they will there obviously different go to market models that will evolve mm-hmm. but i don't think that will go away and that's where the strength of distribution plays with companies like png hul because what they bring is the scale of distribution at low cost i go to i go and cover 100 stores the mm-hmm. cost i incur pretty much be much more than what the cost total cost hul would incur in covering a million stores and okay. just just broad numbers i'm not like specifically saying but that's where the the strength of an fmcg comes in that's even for a brand like true elements uh-huh. uh we know that when we reach a billion dollars uh-huh. we have to have the strength of distribution behind us we can't say no no main na amazon aur apni website mein bech bech ke yaar 7000 crore kar lunga nahi hoga and that's what is our understanding ho gaya very good but uh-huh. i would rather prepare for the alternative than actually say nahi uh, no digital is the only way end of the day think of this uh, our mind share is split between uh, online and offline as well yeah. and hence the share of wallet also gets split between online and offline right. the more places i am physically available mm-hmm. to the consumer the more mm-hmm. chances of that consumer buying me at different occasions is higher i can't be looking at only few consumption occasions and not anything else no for few purchasing occasions and not anything else that's the broad philosophy that we have to be available at multiple places to make sure that customer remembers got it got it makes total sense and uh, uh, to put things in perspective at this point of time is the digital channel giving you more business or the physical uh, generated channel giving you more business so uh, digital is obviously we still Percent of our business comes from channels. Twenty percent of our business comes from uh, the general trade. Okay. But if you ask me, uh, two years from now, uh, probably general trade will still will give me around forty forty to forty five percent of business, and digital would still continue to grow at no contribute of sixty percent. So the larger growth will come. From, the faster growth will come from general trade. Not that the online will go down. Okay. But they will grow faster because of the sheer. you know depth of penetration opportunity that we have nothing else it's not like people will buy more from general trade stores it's just that out of let's say 20 stores i visit in a month uh, true elements is only there in one store i still mm-hmm. have an opportunity of 19 stores with me right that's that's broadly why i would say gt is still extremely uh, opportunistic right now okay 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 so uh, we are almost drawing to the end of this podcast episode so let me understand that what what are you uh, foreseeing for two elements in the future in the ne- next 5 to 10 years where do you see this brand going to so uh, uh, a profitable scalable brand that is there in every household mm-hmm. uh, 
crossing a top line of a billion dollars okay and publicly being traded by people who believe that yes this brand is worth keeping in my portfolio mm-hmm. and is going to give me much stronger chgr than any other fmcg company mm-hmm. and uh, becomes a true elements becomes a household name that people trust and believe okay. That's what we see going. I don't know. It's too generic. Every guy will probably, you know, replace two elements with any brand. It'll be the same. But yeah, I think we are, we are aggressively, we are focused. We, I think we keep repeating this ourselves to make sure that we live this rather than, you know, uh, just, just say for theory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, uh, let me also now understand that how did your MBA and, and your formative years with PNG or few years with PNG helped you as a person, as a person and as a business guy, right? So just for my, from all my listeners who are doing MBA, is M, does MBA add value? Because I can see a lot, uh, lot of posts and a lo- lot of social media bashing of all those guys who have done their MBA. 100% MBA helps. I think I would not even, you know, uh, uh, look because see the difference is what you're expecting out of an MBA. Mm-hmm. Most people enter an MBA thinking about a rosy job and a nice salary. You know, even the, even the reports that these schools give are basically the placements and the salaries that people get. I think that's basically where we are going wrong mm-hmm. because the education system is not land right now and you know somehow we also get carried away being part of the B school saying the success of my B school studies Mm-hmm. will be measured by the salary offer that I get at the end of the course, which is right. completely off. You know, if nothing, it's an inverse relationship rather than a direct relationship. So the lower salary you get, the stronger mm-hmm. you will work, the faster you will rise and yeah. the better you will do. And again, again, slightly con- uh, contrarian, but I think that's what I've learned from the patterns I've seen. You now okay. we usually don't hire people who are who are you know, uh, completely coming from the top B schools, have got rosy cushiony jobs uh-huh. because we know they have not seen the, the sad part of life. They're not seen the struggling part of life. Right. I would suggest to every person who's actually doing MBA, please attend your classes. Please look at the practical side of every class because today when I, you know, when I open a book and I realize that, okay, this is something we should, we were actually taught uh-huh. and I miss those classes. Uh-huh. takes you some time to go back to the basics and understand right and that's something that if people had an understanding and we would have probably done it because amazing i mean the practicalities you all the stuff that and again as an entrepreneur i can tell you all the stuff that we saw that we learned or we know that we were supposed to learn in mp schools uh-huh. actually help you subsequently right from valuation to financial ratios to consumer behavior to retail management Every single thing. It's just that the challenge we face during these schools is connecting it to the practical aspect of life. So that is where your you know, connection with the corporates, uh-huh. understanding, reading about companies, leveraging the theory on practicalities helps because then you will be able to sort of uh, get a much better understanding. And mm-hmm. we know, for instance, whoever has done the practical side of things are the same guys who will eventually grow faster because they understand the business much, much deeper than anybody who's done it for theory's sake. True, true, true. I don't know if I answered it or not, but I mean, you, that, you that did, you did, but you missed, I think, HR, right? So I think HR and OB is something which <laughs> we learn in V school, and we actually yeah. neglect that. But I think it adds immense value when you are in a leadership role or when you are trying to set up a uh, set up a company or a team, isn't it? Hundred percent. I mean, I, I, I know that's that's typically what HR is. You just internalize it and you forget to articulate it. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what uh, I think. Yes, definitely is. 
yeah 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 so um uh, i think few things i would want uh, our listeners to know about true elements right so can you can you tell them about where, where they can order true element products and secondly if they want to be part of the true element teams are you are, are you currently hiring what kind of profiles are you looking at and how can they contact you for a job or for an opportunity so i think simple answer is just google true elements whichever site ranks on top just mm-hmm. don't press the ones that are advertising because we might be paying for it <laughs> so link on the first organic link you find you can find you can buy wherever you want and you know if you want to inquire you want to you know uh, check please there is there are access numbers available everywhere port line whatsapp facebook okay. anything mm-hmm. you know so we try and be as accessible as possible mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the team absolutely yes you know uh, we are right now a one centi member team strong team and growing and uh-huh. we have another few companies that are actually actively hiring all the time whichever uh-huh. role in all you think you would want to contribute obviously it has a certain uh, process uh-huh. but please reach out you know you can reach out to the official id on the website or you can fill a form you can reach out to me wherever you think is fine i mean we don't have as such any com saying essay karo if you feel you connect with what we are uh, trying to do mm-hmm. if you feel that yes there is there is merit in being there Mm-hmm. uh please come and you know be part of it uh rest assured uh, don't come in for a logo sake because mm-hmm. uh, that will add value probably few years later mm-hmm. but today if you really want to learn something you believe that you know you can add value mm-hmm. please feel free you know at least explore an opportunity yeah yeah i think great great puru great talking to you and i think i learned a lot from your journey right from understanding that how sales matters and how team building matters to actually how to create an fmcg brand grounds up and i think it takes lot of effort and kudos to you for staying put for almost around 10 years and developing a great brand i i wish all the luck to you and all good things should happen to true elements and definitely it should be a household name in next 5 to 10 years Well, thanks for your blessings and thank you so much for getting me here yep so guys uh, this was puru for you if you have any feedbacks do drop in a line to us if you like our podcast uh, give us a thumbs up and share it with your colleagues so signing out thanks have a good day bye